Welcome to the Car Deal Advisor Podcast Show. The presenter of this show is Hugh Hetrick. Get ready for special motoring legends and great deals on your next set of wheels. So the five red lights have just gone out and it's go, go, go. To the Cardio Advisor podcast show with me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special guest, Andrew Dixon. Hello again, Hugh. It's an F1 special this morning. That's right. We've been up since before five o'clock. <laughs> we managed to get up before the sun was even yeah. up this morning to watch the Australian Grand Prix live. And this is our report. Plus, it's an F1 update and general motorsport chat this morning. As local news. And, of course, some <laughs> local motoring news as well. So, let's get started with the Cardio Advisor podcast show. What's on the item list this morning? Well, today we've got uh, well quite a lot on the Australian yeah. Grand Prix. Uh, that was, uh, I think, a drubbing for Hamilton there, which we'll, we'll get into in a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've also got... Some more uh, Jim Clark Rally updates, and you've got some special news as well. That's right. Uh, I don't think we mentioned Formula E the last time, so we'll I'm have not a, sure. yeah, a we wee bit of passing on that. Uh-huh. Uh, and we've got uh, news on all four Brits who were racing this morning. Yeah, which uh, is pretty good. And then we've got some local rallying news as well. So, so there's plenty to listen to. And uh, yes, I hope you're. Alive and well and awake this morning because we are excited and full of Red Bull. <laughs> so let's get to the start of the Formula One season with the Australian Grand Prix held at Melbourne. Well, it was quite a race. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always quite exciting because you never know what's going yeah. to happen exactly. Um, but now the Lewis Hamilton started on pole position mm-hmm. with Bottas second and it was uh, Vettel third. Um, and uh, certainly we all thought it was going to be a bit yeah, of a parade. Hamilton, yeah, yeah. But Hamilton had a terrible start. Yeah. He, he bogged down quite a bit with a bit of wheel spin as well. And Bottas got ahead mm-hmm. and basically managed to stay ahead. Yeah. And then eventually um, he did actually win the race. Mm-hmm. So spoiler alert, now you know who's won. <laughs> But you've probably known that already before you started. Um, but it was a gradual. But what yeah. I did pull away gradually. It wasn't like it happened um, straight away. Um, um, but certainly by the end of the race, it was over 21 seconds, yeah. which mm-hmm. was quite a substantial amount. But there was lots that happened in between, mm-hmm. including Leclerc um, putting massive pressure on Vettel for a good part uh-huh. of the race. Now, I'm going to have to get used to saying Leclerc because it brings to mind the character in the lower low. So I'm going to have to get over that pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, he's quite a, quite a it, thing. It is I, Leclerc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Verstappen will not be pleased with that one. No, sorry, or, sorry, Vettel will be rather annoyed. Um, but yes, because eventually, about midway through the race, um, Leclerc started pulling up on uh, on Vettel, his teammates. Um, and of course, uh, he had to basically, he was mm-hmm. told to basically back off yeah. and that, so, so that he couldn't overtake. But, but it shows you. But that, that's one of the big stories. Uh, Ferrari just... They were way off the pace. Yeah. Because if we go back to testing, mm-hmm. they looked like they were the yeah. fastest. I mean, everyone was saying, oh, yeah, they're clearly quicker. Mm-hmm. Mercedes was saying yeah. they're mm-hmm. clearly quicker. Yeah. They're maybe on the back foot. But it, 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 might, it might be mind tricks, but as I say, well, yeah. whatever Bottas has done over the winter, yeah. uh, uh, Vettel should have done as well. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is as well, mind you, um, Bottas didn't win a race at no, all last year. No, I just kind of wonder, I thought, mm-hmm. are they giving him a bit of a better start? I, to kind of... I, I think he's just really hungry for it. And well, yeah. he's, he's already yeah. eight points... I think I because he got the fastest mm-hmm. laps, and mm-hmm. of course, this is one of the new things yeah. of this year to get this extra point. And you, you heard him uh, 
on the radio to the team saying, look, I want this point yeah. as well. So yeah. he, he's yeah. going for that point might make the difference at the yeah. end. Yeah. And then I, think, I think also Australia is a very difficult race mm-hmm. um, to pass mm-hmm. on. So they say in two weeks' time in Bahrain, it's going to be a lot more mm-hmm. eventful. Well, many more uh, mm-hmm. overtakes are going to be but possible. You, you just start to wonder already if Hamilton thinks, look, I've got five now. If I do yeah. six, well, mm. I don't know. I think he's going to be doing everything he can <laughs> to make sure that <coughs> Bordas's engineers are always oh, off sick today. He, he couldn't <laughs> do much today. No, no, that's <laughs> the thing. But I'm sure he'll get up there. I mean, what was interesting on the podium is that Hamilton said he, he pretty much knew what went wrong. Right. Um, so he just a few things he needs to play mm-hmm. around with to kind of sort out. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so it's going to be, I think it's going to make for quite mm-hmm. a good season. But because, yeah, in, in, in qualifying, uh, all four Brits outqualified their teammates. Aye, that's yeah, right, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yeah and it's pretty impressive. in the race, all four Brits finished, which is good. Which is great. Yeah, um, yeah. but albeit with... A bit of time. Well, yeah. Ru- uh, Russell... Yeah, he was pretty much last, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, also, and, and apart the from Williams. Them, yeah. uh, he, finished, he did finish ahead of Kubica. Yeah, uh-huh. um, but Kubica had uh, three pit stops, uh, uh, and, well, he's, yeah. he's going to need time. Yeah, I mean, he, he, and the car is going to use his arm. Yeah, and the other thing was he he, he had a collision mm-hmm, at the start. Mm-hmm. So, um, in fact, I think, the, I think Russell and mm-hmm. Kubica came together um, because they were. But, but even in testing, I think. They well, were good two and, seconds and in, off the in pace. qualifying, they were. Uh, I think Kubica was five seconds off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to take time, but I'm sure they'll mm-hmm. they'll get back in there. And um, but no, it was we, we love you, Williams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in the days of Mansell yeah, and yeah. others and Prost and, and Senna, you know, they were yeah. these were incredibly mm-hmm. strong cars. But yeah. it's 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 very very competitive. And it's a- any merchandise to... would be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only merchandise we're going to get is something from Home Bargains. You know, you know, you know. It's like. <laughs> Or Dollar yeah. Tree, if it was for our American <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but yes, but no. So it was it was an exciting mm-hmm. race. To be fair, I mean, it was the Australia can be kind of um, hit or miss, uh-huh. um, but I think it was definitely yeah, a hit yeah. today. And it's, no, no big crashes. But, no, but no. I remember was, Brundles. Oh yes, that was ago, incredible. Yeah. That was the first year, was it not? Till his last year racing, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was when ITV um, yeah. took over, wasn't it? Yeah. And he had that colossal accident. Um, but aye, so no, it was quite a quite a thing. Mm-hmm. But let's get into some detail of exactly what happened in the Formula One Grand Prix from Melbourne. So Bottas leads the pack away. Uh, he got a fantastic start and he led his teammates in uh, Lewis Hamilton into the first corner. And that was behind Leclerc, who had overtaken Verstappen, um, but, uh, but also had a wee tangling with Vettel. Uh, but the German had the racing line and stays in third. Then there was more drama with Ricardo, um, who had an issue, and he clashed and had lost his front wing. And he ran over the grass at the start, uh, and that seemed to rip the, the wing right off. So the yellow flags came out, and then they cleared everything away, and then the race um, went on. I was actually disappointed there weren't a few more kind of safety yeah, cars, yeah. because it may have kind of um, uh, made it a bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricardo came into the pits at the end of that first lap, um, but it didn't look like um, it wasn't going to be a great day, I don't think, for the Australian. And, um, and this year, eventually they had to retire. He, he already had a great day anyway. They, he'd driven uh, Johnny Herbert around the track and I think scared him witless. So. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're always quite good in the build-up, yeah. aren't they? To do that kind of thing. And uh, So Verstappen managed to get past uh, Leclerc on lap three um, and uh, pouncing when the Ferrari man ran wide, tangling with his teammate. Mm-hmm. So already this is the big story, isn't it? Leclerc mm-hmm. and Vettel. I think they're going to have a few kind of. I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to have to focus and get over this Leclerc name. Right. <laughs> so I just see Wacky Jackie coming around the corner. So it is I, Leclerc. <laughs> ah, he is French. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh well, you're going to get some 
interesting letters yeah. coming through. But, uh, you know. Well, no one remembers Aloha Aloha, so it's ah, fine. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not, you know. <laughs> you can Google it and uh, YouTube it, so. Ah, ah, that's true, that is true. <laughs> and then on lap four, the Haas boys, they were the ones who were swapping places with Magnussen ahead of Grosjean in sixth and seventh. And then Albon also made up some places. He was up to 11th. And he would be looking to take advantage of any mistakes that had happened in front of him. Uh, but we do have a great quote here from Daniel Ricciardo. So we have some damage on the right-hand side as well as on the barge boards. So there might be some load loss, according to his words. Um, so he's telling so, his so team... A, a typical rental car then. Yeah, I, think I might use that if, I, yeah. if I'm in my next rental car. Isn't it? You know, you know. There could be some load loss, but I'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. It'll bit polish spin. out. Yeah, it'll spin polish. <laughs> Yeah, top tip from Cardo <laughs> Advisor on your next rental class. Can't claim, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so it's certainly the first few laps are pretty exciting and things were certainly happening. Oh, they've they put them as silver and it's not as Alfa Romeo now. Oh, of course. Yeah. Ah, yes, one of Kimi Raikkonen's radio shows. Yeah. Um, I don't think it will pick that one up. Um, but uh, Kubica was the other driver to pick early after picking up damage to his front wing because um, he tangled with his teammate. Um, he had swapped to the medium tyre so he can perhaps go to the end on that on that uh, race. That was according to uh, him on lap six. Mm -hmm. But of course it changed quite a bit because he never made it. Right. Uh, well, he had in terms of about three pit stops um, to try and get mm -hmm. things all yeah. sorted out. Um, but by lap eight, Bottas was leading his teammate by well over two seconds and was out of the DRS zone. So what would Mercedes do? Um, the Finn uh, will have preference over pit stops as the leading driver out on track. Um, and by this point, Vettel was over two and a half seconds down the road. So um, it was beginning to space out a little bit. But, uh, so here we are. Um, but yeah, so Bottas was happy with his pace. Um, Hamilton was really dropping back a bit. Um, and also, um, there was uh, at that point uh, understatement of the year so far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, there was a McLaren on fire. Another Renault. There's more to life with Renault. Um, it was an engine failure, and smoke was um, came out the back of his MCL 34. And the Spaniard pulled over and jumped out, with the marshals making reasonable work of dealing with the flames. Uh, and all Carlos Sainz could say. Lost power, lost power. <laughs> yep, that side is Renault's in eco mode, you know, <laughs> spreading all sorts of its bits and its ingredients out onto the track and into the atmosphere. But uh, things started hotting up a bit on lap 13 um, when Raikkonen um, pit, uh, pitted, um, and then there was a flurry of pit stops right. after that. Um, the, the Raikkonen put on medium tyres, uh, but it wasn't a brilliant stop, and he came out in 16th place. And now Gasly, Piers Gasly, because he is the second Red Bull yeah. driver, um, but he was struggling to make progress, um, and he started out uh, out of position in P17. Um, well, he started to make progress as he, in, as he as they got onto it, and now he's up to 12th. But already 40 seconds off the leaders. Yeah, cool. yeah, it just shows you the front yeah. end, but they bunch up quite a yeah. bit, and then it's it's it spreads out, mm -hmm. and before you know it, um, it's all over pretty much. You know, or, yeah. or eventually he did he did finish. I think it was 11th in the end, um, but yeah, so it's certainly. Um, it's quite an interesting race so far. Shall we take a quick okay. breather? Yeah. And I'll let you have a go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so from lap 14, it's over to you. Uh, Lewis pitted for medium tyres after that. Uh, there was pit drama for Grosjean. I can't move the... Being technology goes very well. <laughs> the mouse, the mouse, Andrew. It's yeah. the mouse. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lap 15, yes, Hockenberg and Perez both looking for the undercut. And in comes Vettel. Haas doesn't have a good record in Australia. 
Haas doesn't have a good record full song, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, no. It was the first time Magnussen actually finished right. Australian Grand Prix because Grosjean went out because they didn't put a wheel on properly Come and on. this wheel came off. Right. Um, but he managed to, he didn't have a crash, but he made it, he just, well, we had, oh, to, we had to retire early. Right. Um, and he, he, he didn't crash really uh, for the first time. So. Yeah, no, normally I say, you know, you see him kind of flying yeah. through the air, you know, <laughs> going Grosjean, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> The flying Frenchman, um, but uh, <laughs> but no, no, he 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 came out. Um, he 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 had to stop because of that. Um, but uh, but yeah. So let's get on to lap seventeen. Now Magnussen had a great. He actually had a very very good race, and he he pushed Giovinazzi mm-hmm. in the, the uh, Alfa Romeo um, really quite hard, and eventually managed to get past. And um, Giov- Giovinazzi did hold him up for a, a few laps, but he did he did get through in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, so, yeah, so Jim actually was doing quite well. In fact, mm-hmm. the Cybers in general did a pretty good. Alpha Romeo's. Oh, sorry, Alpha Romeo's. <laughs> yeah, correct me on that one. Um, yeah, so it really wasn't bad. So, mm-hmm. we're getting up towards half distance, or lap 21. Um, and then Bottas really started to um, put in these extremely fast laps yeah, yeah. and extend his I mean, he, he seems to be on fire already this yeah. year, which is good. And if his car is running right, you know, mm-hmm. if you've got that extra bit, I mean, that's the thing. If, if, if Hamilton's car wasn't quite right, yeah. then it's going to be, it's, it's, it could be a second a lap, uh-huh. isn't it? Or half yeah. a second a lap. And it makes it very difficult. And he was able to hold off for Stappen, even at the yeah. end, even when it was just about a second or so yeah. um, difference. It was, he said he had more than enough um, to cover them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but what was interesting then for Stappen? Started to tear through the field, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and uh, after his his, uh, his pit stop, he really started to close in on on Vettel, mm-hmm. and eventually managed to get past him. In fact, it didn't didn't take him long at all actually. So that shows you that the the um, Red Bull Honda mm-hmm. has really come on a long way. Uh, now, looking very good. Well, just as an aside, I was uh, I heard Ricardo uh, went to Renault this year not for the money, but because of the big row they had. You know the big collision. Oh, uh, I have a thread with Verstappen. Yeah. Well, they were both blamed for it, and yet it was really Verstappen. So Ricardo was really annoyed at that, aye, getting aye. A, a row aye, for aye. the collision that wasn't his fault. So. Yeah. Oh, was that in Azerbaijan? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it really wasn't. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, I mean it was if anything, Verstappen uh-huh. was closing the door. Yeah. It was being pretty yeah. forceful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't, so that's that's why he went to Renault. Ah, just to yeah. get out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think as well. I think the Renault will improve because Hulkenberg uh-huh. finished. I think about eighth or ninth, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we'll find out at the very end yeah. um, exactly what the standings are mm-hmm. when we go over them. Um, but uh, it was certainly quite a. Um, it was they've improved, but yeah. Renault, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, they say the midfield is so close. Yeah. Um, it's going to be very interesting to watch. I mean, well, in qualifying what the, the top ten, there was hardly anything in it. Yeah. 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 No, it was it was it was pretty yeah. good. Um, and of course, um, Lando Norris, he also managed mm-hmm. to get past Giovinazzi, um, and that really helped him. So I have to say, I'm quite impressed even Lando Norris um, qualifying in eighth, which is really good, because similarly their, their goal was to get into um, the top 15, was to get into uh, qualifying two, mm-hmm. and they managed to get into qualifying three, yeah. which was really, really rather good. Um, so I was impressed, and he seemed to, to make it. So um, you'll have to oh, wait till the end. Here, here's a nice quote. Uh, this is the first time a Honda-powered car had led a race since 2008. Yeah, yeah, that's true, isn't yeah. it? Um, and uh, <laughs> it'll be another 11 years before they get another, <laughs> another podium. I don't think so. I think it's going to be a lot quicker than that. Um, but uh, and then, of course, uh, yeah, so it's it's been quite good. Verstappen pits from the lead. That was on lap 26. Yeah. Um, but the Honda was, as a leading race, was short-lived. Um, but uh, onto the medium tyres, and he came out behind Vettel and Hamilton 
Um, but he's on much fresher tyres than his rivals, so it looks like mm-hmm. he's got a real chance. Mm-hmm. And, of course, later on in the race, we find out that that is exactly what was happening. And midway through, Lewis Hamilton was saying that he didn't, he wasn't going to make it um, on those yeah. medium tyres. And I thought, oh, oh, is he going to have other problems? Will there be a puff of smoke? But, I mean, for him to finish second, I think, is not too bad. Yeah. Um, but certainly he was outperformed by, um, by Bottas mm-hmm. today. Um, but I do think, though, that he's going to be able to get back. Yeah, and um, then, well... Kvyat, they put in a good performance as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. aye, yeah, no, that's uh, the, another bite at the cherry. The racy Russian, yeah. Yeah, normally he was his, his target was Vettel, quite yeah. literally, in the when he was racing before <laughs> taking him out on a number of occasions. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so eventually um, he was compromised being stuck behind Giovinazzi for so many laps. But um, he, they call him the comeback kid, and yeah, he certainly had a pretty yeah. good race overall. But, um, so now we're getting in towards lap twenty-nine and thirty. Um, yep, Leclerc, Leclerc pitted um, from second place and he put on the hard compound tyre, which was an interesting mm-hmm. tactic because not many teams actually bought, brought that many right. hard tyres um, to the race. Um, so I think he's hoping that others might have to stop yeah. um, before that happened. Um, but he did pretty well and he ended up, as you say, mm-hmm. catching up with Vettel and really putting a oh, huge yeah. amount of pressure on that. Uh, there was a lot of damage on the uh, Ricardo's car. Yeah, uh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. So after that first lap incident, there's a picture here. We've got, yeah, Ricardo has really lost a massive amount yeah. of uh, bodywork there. In fact, it really does look like an Avis <laughs> rental return, you know, by the time you've got that one back, you better hope he's got excess cover. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was the kind of thing. But one of the big highlights of the of the race was on lap 31 when Verstappen overtook Vettel. And we were all hoping that this was going to happen because, we, you know, Verstappen goes for everything. Uh-huh. Vettel goes yeah. for everything. I mean, how many clashes did they have last yeah. year in Japan and all that? Was, is it? Uh, Montreal as mm-hmm. well. They had issues, um, and and uh, so yeah. So this is obviously the first mm-hmm. race, and but it, uh, looks, even with sandbagging, it looks like Ferrari might be half a second know. slower. Aye, yeah. aye, Mercedes, yeah. and Mercedes, isn't it? So, but the the Red Bull and the Ferrari are, I think, mm-hmm. are pretty evenly yeah. um, paced. But it's good to see um, the Red Bulls up there because you mm-hmm. want them up there at the start yeah. of, the, of yeah. the season because then you know they're gonna they're gonna mm-hmm. be up there. Um, for for the good part of it, you'd think. In fact, I mean, Verstappen did incredibly well at the end of last season. Yeah. Um, five was it five um, uh, uh, podiums on the on the no, trot, which yeah, is his best he's ever done, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, so in the end, of run about th- lap thirty five, Bottas had a pretty good lead from Hamilton, uh, with Verstappen bearing down on the reigning world champion. Um, uh, the Ferraris were fourth and fifth, and Gasly in sixth, but he was still yet yeah. to and have lap, his pit stop. Lap thirty six, we're down to just seventeen. Runners. Aye, that's right. We'd had lost Saint, uh, Saints, Ricardo, and Grosjean. Uh, Grosjean. Um, so yeah, so it's um, you know, to <laughs> you normally expect to see Grosjean um, on the on the out <laughs> at the end. But yeah, poor thing. He's uh, doesn't always have the best of luck. Yeah. Um, but there we are. And then Kvyat, who was catching up um, on uh, it was uh, it wasn't Giovinazzi. Uh, oh, sorry, Lance Stroll um, in the the racing point. Um, he went off at turn three. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, basically just he locked up mm-hmm. uh, but now they've put gravel again mm-hmm. on that but it used to be tarmac mm-hmm. but they've put gravel on turn three and um, so he lost quite a bit of time it took him a long time to recover right. that um, but he was able to get on his way without doing any major mm-hmm. damage to his car which was good and here we are Gasly came in uh, on lap 38 and finally pits from six and he put on the medium tyres 
uh, and emerged right behind Kvyat. Now, the thing is, Kvyat's driving for the Toro Rosso team, mm-hmm. which is really the second team. Yeah. And then, of course, Red Bull is in the top team. And for a while, we thought there were going to be team <laughs> orders and being asked for um, Kvyat to let him go by, but they didn't. They right. managed to keep in right. front of him right till the very end of the race. Um, so, yeah, I've got a time mm-hmm. for, for Kvyat. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he is pretty good over there. I think he was. Uh, he's, he's matured now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we'll see where it's wait till the Russian race. So yeah. We'll see what happens <laughs> in there. Um, so, yeah, so it was. It was it was exciting, and as we come into roughly two thirds of the Grand Prix, um, Gazi was trying to get through. He had the faster car, um, but he certainly didn't manage to get um, didn't manage to get through. He was yeah. asking his team to give him more speed, and they said, "Yes, drive faster." <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> so that was about as much as he got. And on lap forty two, it was twenty six <laughs> points for Bottas. Well, that's how it looked um, because he managed to get the fastest lap. Um, but uh, we'll see that it did change yeah. a little bit and, towards the end. And Vettel's asking his team, why are we so slow? Yeah, yeah, yeah that is quite a thing, isn't yeah. it? Um, but I think they will get better. Uh-huh. I think it's yeah. probably the maybe just not quite there. I, I mean, they, they were really good in testing. It's just getting everything to yeah. work in the yeah. same direction now. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, it was the driver of the day. Um, and uh, that's when the uh, the competition opened, which is Formula One's always trying to put on new gimmicks right. <laughs> and trying to yeah. see who would, in yeah. the end, be the driver of the day. But we'll have to wait till the end of our um, uh, Grand Prix review to find out exactly who was the driver of the day. Um, but certainly, um, Verstappen started to close up right behind Lewis Hamilton, well within one and a half seconds. But Hamilton overall had him covered. Um, and then, of course, it was the same with Leclerc, who was slowly wheeling in Vettel, um, and it came down from a 12-second gap to just um, under a second, right. actually, um, towards the end of the race. And then it went back up mm. to about three seconds when Ferrari said, uh, no, you're not getting past. Um, Vettel is our main driver. Um, so really, at that point, it was fairly kind of just gathering to the end of the race. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, basically, um, there was a polite message of <laughs> slow down to, <laughs> to Bottas, <laughs> who at this point um, um, was ready for his, his race win. Um, but just a little bit further on, Verstappen managed to get the fastest mm. lap. Um, yeah. So, uh, and of course, this was the thing that uh, that all the drivers are going for. They're, yeah. they're quite pleased, I think, with this yeah. new fastest lap. Yeah. If you finish in the top 10, you get an extra point. Yeah. So potentially 26 points if you win, or an extra point for finishing in the top 10. Um, so it's quite good that mm-hmm. uh, it's all happening. But uh, in the end, Bottas managed to get the fastest lap yeah. back. Um, and that was on old tyres as yeah. well. So. Well, he did uh, ask the team first for advice. Uh, and I think they were thinking about bringing him in for a, a pit yeah. stop. But he said, no, let's uh, let's just, just go for it. Go for it on those tyres. Real racer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, no, it was, it was quite a thing. And uh, um, by the time he got to the final lap, it was Bottas that led on the final lap. And guess what? He puts his foot down and he's grabbed the fastest lap yeah. too. So there we are. It's Bottas first, Hamilton second. Verstappen third is the top three for our race result in Australia and Melbourne, the first race of the Formula One season. And it certainly was a pretty good one. It was, yeah, yeah. We'll take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right At cardioadvisor.co.uk, we can help you save thousands of pounds on your next new car or van. And we can also source second-hand cars as well. And we can save you money on car rental, whether it be in the UK and abroad. Just click our rental link on the website. And we'll give you a free gift if you trade in your car with We Buy Any Car using our special website link. So go to the website now and see how much you can save. And it's back to the show. Thanks for listening.
to the Cardio Advisor podcast show with me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special guest, Andrew Dixon. Hello and again. We've just finished our Formula One review, but we would like to take a few minutes to um, report the tragic passing of really a very kind of influential <clears throat> um, chap um, who really helped to run Formula yeah. One, along like uh, Bernie Eccleston and mm-hmm. people like that. And mm. Prof Watkins. Yeah, Professor yeah. Sid Watkins. Yeah. Um, we had the sad passing of Charlie Whiting, yeah. which was just on Thursday from a pulmonary embolism. embolism. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and he was only 66. Yeah. 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 Nin- it was in 1952 to 2019. Mm-hmm. There were, they had a minute silence at the start mm-hmm. of the race um, in order for that to happen. Yeah. I mean, he, and, he, he did a lot for F1. He brought, along with the prof, brought in a lot of safety features uh, yeah, yeah, the head and neck support, yeah, and raise the cockpit sides. Yeah, uh, and they yeah. see this year, uh, the helmets are to be a lot stronger. He would have been influential in that. Mm. Uh, so, uh, he yeah, was he, certainly. They had a few interviews with him over the years. Mm-hmm. And he seemed to be a very intelligent he knew, man. Knew his stuff, and he, he kept <coughs> order as much as he could at the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the drivers, the drivers really liked Respect him. him. Yeah. I remember that they had an interview with Vettel over the weekend and they said that uh, well, he'd actually been walking with Charlie on, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday, yeah. or before, just literally the day before yeah. it happened. Um, and he was, they were all, you could see actually Vettel was physically shocked right. and he was in tears in the press yeah. conference. I mean, it was really quite, mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. quite a thing. I mean, obviously, the drivers really did have a lot of time and respect for him. Yeah. So our, our sympathies and yeah. our prayers go to um, Charlie's family. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll just see who they get to. Yeah, to replace to him. Do every race, yeah. Because that's yeah. that's a huge I mean it's a massive amount mm-hmm. of travelling and a, a massive job. Yeah. Um but uh, but we're we're very, very sorry to yeah. hear the passing of Charlie Whiting. Yeah. Um uh, as to and to we as I say our sympathies mm-hmm. go to his family yeah. um for that. But let's move on. And uh, yes, what's next on the line? Well, we've got some more Jim Clark Rally news. You've got some and I've got some. Uh, Now, there's been a press statement by the organisers urging drivers and spectators to keep a weekend free in May, the 24th and 25th of May, Uh which they hope to hold the rally then. Now, it won't be a stage of the a real shakedown for the real return next year. Yeah, uh, yeah. So l- there's still legislation has to be passed to allow closed road racing again after the tragic deaths five years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So hopefully they can. <clears throat> I mean, everyone's looks prepared behind the scenes. It's just getting this these laws uh, passed uh, to allow the racing to take place. Yeah. And you've got some information as well. Yes. Well, I, I know people who live up near Whitchester and Ellenford, mm-hmm. and they had received letters saying exactly mm-hmm. that that the, the rally was planned right. to go ahead over that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're obviously quite um, sure mm-hmm. that this will um, take place. Otherwise, they wouldn't be um, letting people. I mean, know. But, but this is two months to go. So yeah, I mean, yeah. well, yeah. with all the Brexit palaver, will the politicians have enough time to, to look at Scotland? Everything? They do nothing. <laughs> so you know, in Hollywood, so, you know. You know I mean, it's, uh, it's basically we're just paying for them to have a time in a hotel. You know, it's called the Hollywood Hilton. Um, but, um, but yeah, and hopefully they can get all that uh-huh. done and we can get a great rally yeah. um, for the Jim Clark. And it's, it's, as you say, it could be around Long Formicus mm-hmm. and other stages mm-hmm. all around Duns, which so, would be fantastic. So that'll be in two months' time, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a, a wee bit over that. Mm-hmm. And then we've got news as well that the official reopening of the Jim Clark Room um, will probably be in August mm-hmm. um, for mm-hmm. the major event. Yeah. Um, and possibly it might actually be open a little bit before then. Right. Um, um, but for the big weekend, it's going to be August. in August right. because that's during the Formula One break uh-huh. uh, when they can get all the celebrities um, to do mm-hmm. that too. It's and is, is there any news on bringing the... On the, on the sim race, yeah. we're, we're working on it. Right. We are working on it. Of course, I've got my new travel guide coming out, which is the or the Hattricks 
Orlando Holiday Guide, which is due to be published in the next three to four weeks. And um, we're just doing the finishing touches to it now. Um, and some of the money that will be raised from that will be going into right. the sim race um, to get that hopefully underway. Um, so I think we'll be doing that. Obviously, we'll hope to do it in mm -hmm. August time yeah. on the same weekend as the official reopening. Um, but it's all under wraps. Right. And I'll let you know bit by bit <laughs> as things unfold. Um, and we get hopefully some of the Britain's top sim races up here to compete and uh, with celebrities F too, and hopefully F1 and IndyCar drivers as well. Yes, it's going to be it's, it's going to be really yeah. really good, really yeah. really good. But we should also mention Alan Alan Fairman, uh -huh. yeah. because last week it was a sunny day in Duns in the Market Square, very very windy, very, very windy. So we couldn't record. <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't record, but we're <laughs> going to have a special interview with Alan very very soon, yeah. um, and we're going to take it from inside his Jaguar well, X-Type. Once uh, once he's cleared it out, he, yeah. He once we're to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, we'll have that. So it's all about Rust to Rome, mm -hmm. which is this incredible charitable event where you've got to buy a car for less than £500. It's got to be roadworthy and ready to go for that kind of money. Um, so no more than £500, including all the MOTs and work to fix it and keep it going. Um, and you get to drive all the way to right. Rome and back. Um, and that's what Alan managed to do last, last year. year. Um, and he's going to do it again this time solo. Um, he will be in a convoy, but he's doing actually doing the, yeah. all the driving himself. Um, and considering he has early ages, uh, sorry, early stages Parkinson's, mm -hmm. that is a huge challenge. Yeah. Um, so really, we're very excited for Alan to be doing that. Um, in fact, I think we should have a go to it right. at some point in the next year. We'll have to well, think about what kind of car we could get and what Renault? we could do. <laughs> what are the chances of that? <laughs> Making it more to we wouldn't make it from here to Berwick, let alone from here to. Well, you know. We could drive to the train station and then get the channel <laughs> get, tunnel across. And... We could get an old Renault 4. Mm -hmm. In fact, mm -hmm. what a great question for our listeners. What kind of car do you think we should get? What would you recommend for something under £500 that had to get us from from Scotland all the way to Rome and back? TVR. You know? <laughs> get, get the TVR through France. Yeah, what would the be the, the, le the least chance of you getting in there? <laughs> You know, you know, all the way via RAC, I think, would be more more kind of... But yes, why don't you give us an email at podcast at cardioadvisor.co.uk with your thoughts and ideas and comments. We always love to get your comments. Um, some we can read, some we're not allowed to read out. Um, but, uh, but yes, it's always great to get your comments. Um, let us know what you think. Um, and also check out our YouTube channel because this week I did a special video on the new Ford Focus. I had an ST Nav Turbo Diesel, um, which was actually a really, really good car. So I've got the um, video up on YouTube. It's also on our Cardio Advisor page on Facebook. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at Cardio Advisor One. So make sure you hit like and subscribe and follow us on all the different um, multimedia platforms. It would be fantastic. And you never know, you might just win a prize by entering. We don't get that many entries so far, so do we get some more? You've got a good chance of winning. For more information, go to cardioadvisor.co.uk and you can see all the special offers that we have on the website. And remember, we have our YouTube channel, which is at Hugh Hattrick, and also we have our podcast on Podbean, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Anchor FM. And if you like what you hear, please like and subscribe to our shows, or you can donate every month for just a pound. Thanks for listening, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Welcome back to the Cardio Advisor podcast show with me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special guest, Andrew Dixon. Hello again. Well, it's early in the morning. That's why we've had a few little hiccups here and there. But by the time you hear this, all that will be edited out. I'm very good at editing things out. Right? Yes. Well, apart from on the videos, it was like I had good fun trying to get that all sorted out. But we learn and we get better as we go, don't we? So we've had Formula One. We've had rallying. 
And now we are on to Formula E. Yeah. Uh, it was a great race in Hong Kong last weekend. Yeah. And Sam Bird won it on the track, but unfortunately, it's quiet, yeah, 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 it's another driver uh, and he'd been given a five second penalty so he was dropped back to fifth or sixth place so Mortada in the end uh, was given the race win Yeah, uh, which it does annoy me a bit and yeah, I, I really don't I, you know if you're going to win win on the track not aye, not aye. before a panel <laughs> yeah Sam we're getting more used to that yeah but, um, but I think those, I think Sandbird has won a race before. Yeah, he's won uh, every season. Yeah, 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 yeah. one, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And he looks quite, he looked quite strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a while, he was actually a Formula One prospect. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think if he does well in that, it's amazing how the F1 drivers who go into Formula E mm-hmm. do tend to do yeah. quite well overall. Yeah. Um, unless but, you're um, PK <laughs> Junior. <Yeah. laughs> no, uh, it was a good race, and there's another one next week as well. All oh, right, where's yeah. that going to be? I wish you hadn't asked me. Miami. It's always like one in Miami. Uh, no, it, it, it's a name I didn't recognise. <laughs> it uh, might be in, in U, UAE or something. Or United Arab Emirates. Uh-huh. It could be Dubai. Sad or, or somewhere like that. Sad or that uh-huh. could be Dubai. Or, I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, no doubt our listeners <laughs> will probably have a much better idea than <laughs> we do. <laughs> We're earning a reputation of being experts. Yes, in the wing, absolutely nothing. But, uh, <laughs> so there we are. But it was a very good race. Actually, they're it getting was. closer. There's uh-huh. no doubt about it. And, and it's really good that uh, the car goes the full distance now. Ah, I see. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that, was, that put a lot of pe- people off when they had to change cars mid race. But now it, it's all the way through, and uh, they, they can uh, start to pick. Uh, put, uh, they got power a, back a, into the battery. Uh, and they've got that bit where they go, they have that kind of go oh, faster stage. Yeah, oh, I saw them using that. Like, like uh, Super Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a wee bit gimmicky, but um, <laughs> but no, it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I did wonder, you know, obviously they, they, they have one car. Mm-hmm. What did they do? Did they just reduce the number of laps? Well, or, <laughs> like, yeah, they, 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 they put the batteries of... Uh, they have improved quite improved, a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So which will hopefully improve into road cars in yeah, the future, yeah. 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 But not at the moment. <laughs> now, you've got some interesting tech uh-huh, news yeah. as well, haven't you? Uh-huh. Uh, but what's new this year in Formula One, there's, there's stronger helmets. All right. uh, the visor's been lowered by 10 mils uh-huh. to reduce the risk of injury. Uh-huh. Uh, strength tests have included uh, an 8-ounce metal projectile being fired at it at 155 mils an hour. Goodness. Uh-huh. Uh, a 1.5 stone weight dropped 16 feet onto the helmet. Goodness. Uh, and a nail rifle pellet fired at the visor. Goodness, so the, the helmets are really strong this year and the gloves which, don't yeah, they? yeah. The, there's biometric gloves this year which when there's a crash uh, the gloves send information about the driver's pulse and oxygen levels mm. to uh, the medical team uh, before, during and after a crash so yeah. they know roughly what they're dealing with when, yeah. uh, when they get there That's quite which good, is good yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. think about that I mean that's in a glove think what they mm-hmm. could do if the NHS had that, isn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. more a glove, they could tell what was happening yeah, no before more, you come in. No more blood tests, which would be good. Yeah, <laughs> ah, no, that's the thing. Now, a few weeks ago, um, I uh, interviewed David Perel, um, who is a, a fantastic racing driver and also a brilliant sim racer. Now, he had some major news to announce, and we've got a preview mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you that in just a few seconds. Well, here are the 2019 plans for David Perel. Now, I've taken this from his website, 
um, as he sent me an email as well to confirm the exact details. But in contrast from last year where he didn't have any offers until May, he's actually known his program since November 2018, right. but he had to keep it quiet. And it's been, it was quite hard for him to keep it a secret because it was so exciting. But um, David Perel is going to be back in the Blancpain GT Series, competing in both the Endurance and Sprint Championship with Ronaldo Racing in the Silver Cup class using a brand new Ferrari 488 GT3, and it's also going to be in their famous green colour, which right. is the Rinaldi racing colour. Um, and in the endurance races, he'll be sharing the car with his 2018 Spa 24-hour winning teammate, Renat Salikov, and joining uh, as the third driver will be Denis Bulatov, um, who comes over from the AKKA Mercedes. And in the sprint races, it will be David Perel and Renat who fight for honours in the Silver Cup mm-hmm. class. And outside of the Blancpain GT Series, um, David will also be driving at two 12-hour races in the Creventic Endurance Championship at Mugello in March and also Spa in April. But the most exciting of all has to be the Karami 9-hour race in November, where he'll be racing in front of his home crowd for the very first time. It will be the busiest race season that David has ever had, with at least 13 races planned and more being negotiated. He's very excited about all of that. Is, is David trying to make it to Duns as well in August? Or? Well, I don't know. It's um, I certainly I did tell him about mm-hmm. it, um, and he's a fantastic sim driver. In fact, mm-hmm. he was competing against um, the Key 25 in one of the sim races at the New Autopolis right. uh, track, um, which is on Gran Turismo Sport, um, and did particularly well there. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's something we've got. We've only got three mm-hmm. who would like to come, mm-hmm. and any more as well would be fantastic Mm -hmm. but we really wish David Perel a brilliant year and fantastic racing and if you're a fan of David he has given you a phenomenal opportunity Mm -hmm. that if you're able to make the races um, in Brands Hatch on the 5th and 6th of May or at Silverstone on the 12th or 11th and 12th of of, uh, May this year um, for the endurance races Mm -hmm. there if you're a fan of David and he knows about you um, you can ask him to see if there are any pit passes available and he said he'll do his very best to try and get you some pit passes. Mm. So I was I was, I was gutted because I'm away both right. those weekends. Right. Um, we're busy both those weekends, right. so I can't make it down there. I've got things on up here. Um, but uh, but it's going to be... So if you're a David Perel fan, and he's a fantastic racing driver, a really lovely guy, um, and if you love sim racing as well, go on to his, his, uh, on his YouTube channel mm-hmm. um, because you can learn a huge amount about how to be so much faster um, in sim racing. Um, but it'd be great to just go down and see him, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. on, on yeah. the pits and see him race, and hopefully he'll do extremely well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's going to be fantastic. So we wish David Perel yeah, all the mm-hmm. best for a brilliant 2019, mm-hmm. and we're very excited about his busiest year, and I'm sure it will be a very successful one. Yeah. Well, in closing, what have you got there well, for you've us? We've got Andrew? some more. Uh, yesterday, the Border Companies Rally was held uh, within in Jedburgh, yeah, yeah. uh, and. Two Duns drivers were first and second. Uh, Ewan Thorburn and Paul Beaton won the, the event and Gary Pearson was second. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and Ewan Thorburn has a WR, WRC, yeah. uh, more Championship Rally Car, Ford Focus. Yeah, he does. Um, and um, it was uh, P- Gary Pearson that was in a, a Ford Fiesta. Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. really pretty top-end cars, actually. Yeah. So um, that's local lo- local yeah. success in a local event. Yeah, we're keeping <laughs> the, the motorsport yeah. theme going, that's for sure. <laughs> But remember to go to our website at cardoadvisor.co.uk where you can find brilliant deals, great savings on new cars and vans. Just fill in a contact form or just send us an email. 
It's info at cardioadvisor.co.uk and we'll make sure you get a brilliant deal. You can also finance the car of your dreams with our affiliate link at Fair Square. Simply again, go on to the homepage of the website and you'll see the Fair Square advert there. Just click on it and you can choose the car or simply choose the finance and they have some brilliant rates available for you. And if you would like to drive a supercar from just £49, it could be a Lamborghini or something right. similar, you can do that. Just click our link on our services page. Um, you'll see it on the services page with a big green advert with a Lamborghini on the front. That says £49. <laughs> um, and you also, if you're thinking of travelling around the world and you need car rental, click our car rental services link, which is on our services page. Um, as well as the Car Rental Book Now page. And you'll get this fill in your details on the box. And that is our affiliate with uh, carrentals.com. And you can get a brilliant deal at over 53,000 locations mm -hmm. across the world. Um, and you can get a great deal, great car um, at a great price. So we've got lots of fantastic offers for you. But it's been a pleasure doing another um, wonderful Formula One review with you yeah. today, Andrew. Yeah. And uh, we'll look forward to getting another podcast out um, for the next race and for in the next week or two mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah. But to all our listeners, thank you for being with us and have a fantastic week. Drive carefully and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Bye-bye.